0: awesome. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. Well, let's stand. We're going to go to the word of the Lord. It's so great to see everybody. And again, it's great to see uh, Antonio and Angelica and their their kids. And so wonderful to see them again. And Laura, it's always good to see you and your kids. Amen. And Santee is so wonderful to see you. God bless you all. Amen. I hope everybody had a great time this week. And now we got to put down the turkey, right? now we're going to look forward to christmas amen. do our little thanks between thanksgiving and christmas diet and then we go crazy again at christmas right <laughs> amen. amen praise god well god's good yeah. amen. he's so wonderful remember thursday night where we we just started a new series called truly free and uh, lesson two is this thursday so we hope you'll come to our midweek connect this thursday and uh and be a part of that praise god Amen, amen. Mark chapter number 4, verse 35. Mark 4, verse 35. And the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. There arose a great storm of wind, And the waves beat into the ship, and so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Lord, we pray, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, nothing is by accident. And we know that you knew that whoever was going to be here today, Lord. You know everything. And we pray that your perfect will and your word would go forth. Your anointing would touch hearts. Amen. And we would all be blessed and bettered by what we experience in here today. In the name of Jesus, and everybody say, Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, if Jesus isn't worried, why are you? If Jesus isn't worried, why are you? Amen. Now, Peter, James, and John, out of the whole group, they were professional fishermen that knew the Sea of Galilee, like the back of their hand. They were raised uh, on that sea. They knew it like, uh, you, know, like you know, anybody knows anything that, that they're really good at and been doing it for a long time. They were very experienced with the weather patterns, and they no doubt had, had braved many storms and great and, and terrible storms, ...on that sea over the years as they were fishing and doing different things that they did. But when this storm arose, most likely their experience and their instincts kicked in. And as they did everything in their power to keep the boat afloat and going in the right direction, amen, that's what they tried to do. Amen. But this storm uh, started getting them a little worried because it continued to get worse. The, the wind was so hard, it was blowing them all over the place. They had to lower their sails. They, they had to, you know, batten down the hatches, as, as, so to speak. And they were bailing water, probably left and right, to try to keep the water out, and the, the ship from sinking. So their worry started to consume them. Even as expert and experienced as they were, amen, in this trade, they didn't and they've never faced a storm like this before. Amen. You know, worry is to experience concern or anxiety. It's to fret and, and fuss and stew and sweat and agonize over something. Amen. That we feel like we're losing control over. We feel like it's getting the best of us. We feel like we're, we're not sure what to do and we, we don't know where to turn. Amen. And the Bible doesn't really say how long they might have taken these actions. Uh, amen. To, before they actually woke up Jesus in desperation to ask him for help amen and that just just makes me wonder why do we wait so much, so long sometimes to go and ask Jesus for help. Amen. Why do we think we can try to do what we know? I got this. I've seen this before. I can handle this situation. Amen. You know, why do we think that, you know, do we think we're bothering him and he's got too many other people and more important things to deal with? Or or do we think we can handle it better, you know, and, and we can... So he can, uh, no need to bring God into the situation because we can take care of it. Or, or is it stubbornness on our part? Or is it pride or ego that keeps us from calling on Jesus? And we're just dealing with the storm ourselves and trying to do it the best we can with the strength and know-how that we have. Amen. I don't know. Amen. All they knew was that despite all their expertise and efforts, the boat was filling up with seawater and they were in jeopardy of sinking. They were beyond worried now. They had high anxiety. They were stressed out to the max. Amen. And they finally did what they should have done earlier in the situation. They went to find Jesus, who was in the back of the boat somewhere, fast asleep on a pillow. They went to find Jesus and wake him up. Good idea, guys. Amen. The Bible tells us in Psalm 63:1, O oh God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. Praise God. We need to understand, we need to seek God early. And that's not just talking about early in the morning, but early in the situation. Early when the storm first starts blowing, when this thing still first starts coming upon us, when we first feel the worry coming on. Amen. Let's get God on in on it. Let's begin to seek for Jesus let's begin to pray to him let's begin to talk to him and enlist his power and his direction amen he needs to be early in the problem early in the trouble early in the trial and tribulation but notice that Jesus was sound asleep during the worst storm the disciples had ever experienced on that sea of Galilee he was just sawing logs he was nothing—not not a care in the world. He, nothing was bothering him. He wasn't worried. He wasn't concerned. I'm sure that you know. You, it was easy to hear the howling of the wind, Amen, and the slapping of the waves against the boat, Amen, and the and the and the. The the worry and the and the the screams of the men, back and forth bailing water and, and trying to look at each other and say, "What do we do next?" Amen. But he still slept sound. How could he sleep at such a time like this? Didn't he realize what's going on? Why wasn't he worried sick, just like the disciples were worried sick? Amen. They should have understood that as long as Jesus wasn't worried, they shouldn't have been worried. Amen. When Jesus, and let me tell you something, folks. We, we could go to this and we could say, you know what? The day that Jesus gets worried, that's when we should worry. But you know what? He's never been worried. He never will be worried. And he's not going to get worried. And so that's not going to happen. Amen. I know we worry because we're human. But I just wanted to remind you, Amen, who's on your boat. I want to remind you, while this storm's blowing and you might forget about something, there's someone on your boat that right there at hand that you need to wake up and say, Lord, help us. We're going down. Hallelujah. But they weren't gonna go down. Amen. God's on our boat, no matter what happens. Don't forget who's in your corner. Don't forget who's on your side and by your side. Don't let other things in your life try to overwhelm you to the place that you forget who you have in your life that has all the answers and all the power. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 61, 2. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. My heart gets overwhelmed. Amen. Worry upon worry, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. After all, didn't Jesus tell him on the very first verse that I read, Jesus said, let's get in the boat and we're going to the other side. That's the first thing he said. Get in the boat, we're going to the other side. So Jesus knew we're going to the other side, and he goes to sleep. Amen. They just saw this storm coming up between that side and that side, and they said, we're not making it over there. Amen. But Jesus said, I told you we're going to the other side. And when Jesus says it, that settles it. Amen. And it's going to happen. we got to take God at his word. we got to let our faith, amen, overwhelm our five senses. Amen. We walk by faith not. Not by sight. Don't let the storm Amen, overwhelm you and talk you out of your blessing and your commitment to God. God will be there for us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. Amen. When Jesus says something, you can be sure it's going to happen. Amen. Storm or no storm. They were going to the other side because he said so. That's what faith is all about. Taking God at his word. Jesus got up. They woke him up. He got up. Amen. And It doesn't say a whole lot, but I like to read between the lines. Amen. And let me just throw something in. Maybe he got up and maybe he was just like stretching a little bit. You know, when you first get up, you know, you stretch a little bit. And they're all going, come on, come on, come on. We don't have time for stretching. Amen. And he just walks to the bow of the boat. He looks at them. Peace. Be still. I rebuke you, wind. See, calm down. And then, you know, here they have their buckets. They're just ringing wet. They're exhausted. And then it just goes woof, down to nothing like a perfect day. You know, the, the moon is out. It's like glass. And they're just like this, sitting there with their buckets. And they just drop them. And their mouths hang open. And they're like, whoa, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. Man, what do we, we didn't realize who we have. We got to realize, we forget who we're serving sometimes. We forget we're serving the great creator, the God who can make everything and fix everything and make everything better. Let's not let these other things overwhelm our thinking. Jesus has never met his match and he never will because he's the creator. Amen. There's no storm bigger than Jesus. There's no problem bigger than Jesus. That storm had to obey him and was replaced with a great calm. You see, peace and calm are the opposite of worry and stress and anxiety. Amen. Peace and calm. That's what we need. God, give us peace and calm. Amen. Speak peace to the storm in our life. Rebuke the wind in our life. Let there be replaced with a calm. Amen. Jesus was amazed at the reaction that they had to the storm because he told them that we were going to the other side. And you, you know, and they, he probably could say, you know what? You've seen all the other miracles I've done to this point. You know, don't you realize what I can do? Amen. But you know what? Even with the greatest God in our lives. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we let these storms get the best of us. He asked them two questions. Why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? I told you we're going to the other side. We're going to make it. I'm with you. I'm on the boat. As long as you have me with you, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Amen. Didn't I tell you we were going over there? Didn't I tell you before that nothing shall be impossible to God? Didn't I tell you before that all things are possible to them to believe? Oh man, folks, we gotta take Jesus at his word. We gotta take God. We gotta hold on to faith and patiently patiently wait it out and believe God. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. We, gotta, we gotta seek God. Amen. In prayer. And exchange our worry and anxiety, stress and fear for peace that passes all understanding. For calm, for a great calm. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and, you know, fear is not a bad thing. Sometimes we got, you know, fear is a healthy thing. You know, it keeps us from doing stupid stuff. Amen. Hey, jump over that cliff. I'm afraid good. That, that's good fear. Amen. Hey, put your finger on this. Uh, let me take a spark plug wire off. Grab this, uh, your finger on the one end of the spark plug and then your other finger on the, on the wire. And, and you know, let, me, let me crank this lawnmower and just see if we got a connection. Yeah, you're going to get all lit up. Amen. You're going to have a connection. I had a neighbor do that to my little brother one time. And boy, we were laughing. My brother wasn't laughing, but we were laughing. Hey, put your finger on that. Ah, He jumped, you know, hit, the, hit his head on the garage. He jumped so high. Amen. There's some things, fear is a good thing. Amen. It keeps us. Praise God. But there's nothing to fear but God. Amen. We just got to fear the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. But he will give us a peace that passes all understanding. We can have a calm amen hallelujah you know what faith is i think my wife has a little paper by her desk faith is fear that's ten its prayers amen right is that what it says Faith is fear that said its prayers. Yeah, you still might have something in the back here, but you said your prayers. Hallelujah. And so you're going to overcome that fear. Amen. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound mind. He's given us peace that passes all understanding. Amen. Amen. The Bible said it in James chapter 5. If anybody is afflicted, let him pray. Amen. If you're afflicted, if you're overwhelmed, if you don't know where to turn, pray. Amen. Prayer is the answer. It will help you overcome. Praise God. And God will touch you. Prayer leads to peace. Prayer leads to calm. Amen. The situation still might be falling all around you, but you prayed. Amen. And God calmed it down and said, I'm going to do something. Amen. And you'll have a peace even when things are still firing off around you like fireworks. But God said, I'm going to handle it. Doesn't look like it's being handled, but God said, I'm gonna handle it. And that's why I gotta keep going. I gotta do it. Praise Amen. God. That's why Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious about nothing. Be worried about nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known unto God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Pray instead of worry pray instead of doing these other things and God will exchange your things with calm and peace Thank you, let's allow peace to calm our hearts and minds in every situation we face Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 said and let the peace of God rule your hearts amen praise God now he is the prince of peace Isaiah 9 6 now that we've passed thanksgiving amen we're seeing that we got Christmas coming up now. And Christmas is the time where Jesus, we celebrate His birth and all that that led to. Praise God. And we know that in Isaiah chapter 9. Amen. Verse 6, it said unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Amen. He is the Prince of Peace. And let the Prince of Peace bring peace to your heart. Let peace be in charge of your heart. That's what he's saying. That's what Paul's saying in Colossians 3.15. Let the peace of God rule your heart. We allow our hearts to be ruled by the wrong things sometimes. We let the wrong things, we give the reins to our heart to some things that take us down the bad paths. We need to let peace be in charge. Amen. Not worry. Don't let anxiety rule your heart. Don't let fear rule your heart. Don't let depression rule your heart. Let peace rule your heart. The peace of God, not just any peace. Not a peaceful day with a little babbling brook and the little minnows jumping up and down and the birds chirping and, and all that. and You got your little iced tea with your hammock and everything. Yeah, that's peace. Amen. But that can be over in two seconds. I'm talking about a peace that passes understanding. Amen. You know what real peace is? Real peace is when... You look at a picture, not the picture of the meadow. I see a picture, uh, Amen, of, of, a, of a of a dark, uh, overcast day and rocky cliffs right next to it with the waves crashing on it, Amen, and a little seabird that's in a little bit of of a cleft of a rock inside this little alcove, a mini cave, Amen. That's peace to me, Amen. When he's in there, he's protected by the rock, praise God. And the storms, the winds blowing, and the storm and raging, and the sea is beating up against against that rock and that bird is in peace it's all crazy around him but he's in peace amen and that's the way mostly our life is sometimes we're in turmoil and stuff but we can be walking in peace even in the midst of fire we can be in peace even in the midst of temptation and trial and sickness or whatever god can still give us a peace i don't know why i feel okay I don't know why I feel calm. I should be losing my mind. But God somehow is letting me know it's going to be okay. Hallelujah. It's going to be okay. Because i got God on my boat. It's going to be okay. Thank you, Jesus. Let the peace of God rule your hearts. Amen. Jesus wasn't worried. But they were worried. But we should, like, should kind of look at, look at Jesus. Let's look at Jesus. Well, he's sleeping, so he must be okay. All right, I'm not going to worry. All right, it looks like we're going down. Looks like we're going to be swimming with the fishes. Amen. Looks like we're going to be walking on the bottom. Amen. Like like submarine guys or something. Amen. We're going to be down there, you know, petting the little crawfish on the and the catfish on the very bottom. Amen. It doesn't look good for us, whatever. But but let's just look, keep looking at Jesus. Keep you know keep your eye on him because he looks like he's not bothered. He looks like everything's going to be okay. Amen. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Looks full in his wonderful face into peace. Amen. And the, and the joy and everything that he has for us if we'll just keep focus. It's like when when, the, when the, another time on the, on, the, on the sea, when they're all going across, and this time Jesus walked on the water, he wasn't with them in the boat, but he was going to pass by. And Peter said, "Hey, that's you, Jesus! And said, can I come out there? Yeah, come on out!" And as long as he had his fo- focus on Jesus, he could walk on the water. Hallelujah. But when he saw that, hey. I'm, I'm defying gravity. I'm not supposed to be. Amen. I, saw, I learned that in, you know, the Fisherman 101 class. Uh, amen. That I'm not supposed to be able to walk on water. And then he saw these big waves and he goes, ah! And he starts sinking because he thought that the, the waves and it were, were real big and he's got his eyes off of the Lord. we got to keep our eyes on Jesus in the midst of the storm. Amen. And don't let the storm overwhelm us. Don't let the storm, amen, dictate and run our hearts. Amen. Let's believe God and let's let His peace and calm help us, not just during Christmas, but all year round. Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me? Praise God. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah.